0: Fight Back with Libby Zneimer on Zuma Radio.
1: Welcome back. Well, we were talking to Patrick Brown. That was a very interesting interview, at least from my perspective. And now we are going to go to a couple of Conservative insiders to see what they're thinking and how this might impact the race. We've got Jenny Byrne, who is a political advisor for the Conservative Party of Canada, and she is a former aide, former Prime Minister Stephen Harper, and John McCutishan, who is also a member of the Conservative Party of Ontario and who supports Patrick Brown. Thank you for joining us. Welcome to you both.
2: Hi, thank you. Glad to be here.
1: Okay, Jenny, you were listening. What did you think?
2: well, listen, i um I think that it's very unfortunate that the that the the provincial party is going through what it what it is. Um, I think that Patrick um, uh, definitely deserves um, his uh, his time to to um, uh, to clear his name. Um, there are some questions surrounding the uh, CTV story. That being said, I'm not sure a leadership race is the place to do it. I think that right now it's an it's an un, uh, unwanted, uh, unneeded distraction for the party uh, leading into uh, less than three months away till the election day.
1: What What did you think of his uh, explanation of that? He said, "No, he's doing it to make sure that that uh, the PCs get elected and that the real platform stands." Uh, did
2: you buy that at all? Well, i I, I think i I'll, I think that Patrick believes that, but. To to the point, I, I was listening to um, uh, 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 just before the callers. Uh, there was uh, certain controversy or certain uh, members of the party, myself included, that were upset with members of, with with aspects of the platform, like the carbon tax. And uh, it's obvious that that's what the other leadership candidates are hearing, because uh, the other four um, have have either gone from varying degrees of saying they would not support a carbon tax to at the very least that they were going to um, that they were going to study it and not not actually support it in the. Platform platform.
1: Um, right. Uh, so, uh, I'd like to sort this out because other people they have told me that uh, the membership didn't actually uh, approve the carbon tax, and he was just here saying yes, they did.
2: Well, my, my understanding is is that there was there was a process. It was more of an online process. Um, that that there was not the typical um, uh, policy uh, po- robust policy discussion that there uh, there has been in the past.
1: Okay, Um,
3: it did go to at the end of the day, there is a process in our party constitution now, where caucus and uh, like, in addition to what Jenny just talked about, that uh, has the policy platform go before caucus and every member of caucus and all the candidates, uh, as you might remember, signed on to the uh, platform in November.
1: Okay, uh, so John, what do you make of his appearance? Uh, do you think that his that people will accept his explanations?
3: Um, yes, I, I think people, you know, not, Canadians are nothing if not reasonable and fair. And uh, I look, I, I'm right with Jenny. If I could, uh, you know, uh, I was listening to her comments, and with the greatest respect, I, I was thinking, coulda, woulda, shoulda. Uh, I don't think there's any conservative activists in the the country who would say this is the Uh, hand of cards that we would want to be dealt. But now that we have them, you play them. And, you know, Patrick could either not run and uh, let one of the other candidates be the biggest target ever in history uh, with an unfunded platform that Kathleen Wynne is salivating to attack for, uh, you know, if Tim Hudak uh, lost the last election on a hundred thousand job cut pledge through attrition, can you imagine how the funds she'd have if one of the other people became leader, and how many jobs would those people cut? Two hundred, three hundred, half a million.
2: Jenny, do you agree with that? Well, no. I think that there's, there's, it's, it's unfair to say that the other leadership candidates will be going in with a platform that's unfunded. Um, there's still time that's for which, to well, it, there's still time for whatever leadership candidate there is to actually. Um, develop their own platform and and costing Stephen Harper was elected uh, leader of the of the Conservative Party in late March of, of 2004 and uh, we were into an election less than two months later um, an election where we picked up significant gains especially in Ontario so I think it's unfair for the for, to say that the other four candidates uh, would not be prepared if they were elected especially the 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 perceived three front frontrunners um, Christine Elliott Doug Ford and and uh, Caroline Mulroney and it's, and Jenny
1: what is your- take on on who is the front runner in this race and and um, is Patrick Brown just being uh, I don't know overly optimistic?
2: I think right now no, no one can know for certain. I think because of the short time frame um, you know uh whether the the party has the the, the lists fully updated and out to the candidates um, I've heard varying reports. What I have heard from from the from the different campaigns um, to varying degrees of um, support levels is that uh Christine Elliott and Doug Ford are 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 in the lead followed by Caroline Mulrooney and and Patrick in in fourth. Of and that's Patrick in fourth. Wow. And that's, that's been consistent in what I've heard from most of the campaigns. And, and John, and, and what's your take?
3: I, I would think hey, that's the most amusing thing going, and I'd love to know off-air if Jenny actually believed that. Um, I would say Christine is absolutely in first place. I mean, she was out of the gate pretty quickly. I think uh, Patrick and Doug are a toss-up for second right now. I think uh, Granick, especially after her uh, wonderful performance on TV, Ontario uh, has a solid uh, fourth. And the good news for Carolyn Mulroney is she can't go any farther down than five.
1: Um, You don't think she can go any farther? There are some people who are saying, um, you know, she's she's, uh, performing pretty well now.
3: It took a long time to get there, and there's still an awful lot of answers, plus a lot of uh, conversations about the people around her. Uh, you know, uh, you know, so uh, I, I really don't think what I've heard is small crowds, the people that are seeing her are like her. She's a very likable lady. But in the short period of time, um, and you, know, you just heard Jenny say, you, know, you need a new leader and a new team to come together to platform. Um, from the time the leader is elected, there will be 88 days between that moment and the election. So there's not a lot of time, and, um, um, you know, when the race started out, um, you know, uh, Ms. Moroni was uh, in there, and, you know, she looked great, and it was wonderful, but she had a couple stellar bad performances. Uh, she hasn't really been tested by a, a, a meaty debate yet, and uh, nobody uh, who watched the, that I'm aware of, who watched the TV Ontario debate, uh, which was very calm and polite, uh, ranked her number one, two, or three.
1: Um, Jenny, um, if Patrick Brown continues this bid, and it looks like he will one way or another, and if he uh, runs in the election, is this just going to be a continuing kind of issue dogging the PC party?
2: Whether he runs as what if he wins the leadership, or whether he runs as a candidate.
1: Whether he runs as a candidate. Uh,
2: listen, I think uh, I think it definitely will be an issue that that he will have to continue to uh, to to answer. I think that whoever is elected leader will then have to make the decision in terms of um, signing of, of nomination papers. It it appears that um, by all accounts that the the executive committee or the, the nominations committee is going to approve his um, his 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 ability to uh, to run. But you know, for for the sake of the party, and for the sake of all of those involved in all the campaigns, I really hope that we've seen the last of stories, because uh, every single day there seems to be another story that raises more and more questions um, in terms of... um uh, how the PC party conducted its activities uh, while Patrick was leader.
1: Okay, well th- that's the other thing. He completely uh, deflected those questions and he said that in terms of memberships, uh, the guy who would have been in charge, Ali Canvel, is now the chief of staff in uh, Vic Fideli's office. Um, he said this is, again, this is part of uh, <laughs> to, to quote uh, uh Hillary Clinton a part of a vast conservative conspiracy um is that is that a good enough explanation Jenny
2: well i i've the the, in, the fact of the matter is is that that Kinn, uh, as as his chief of staff or chief of staff to Vic Fidelia or chief of staff to anyone would not be responsible for memberships within the party. I have worked at both senior levels within a party organization I've worked at senior levels in government, and I can tell you they're completely separate operations so uh I think it's 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 not plausible uh that that uh that Questions about membership within the within the PC Party of Ontario um, be uh, directed to who was running Patrick's government office, his his opposition office.
1: Mm-hmm. So who who would it, who would be responsible there? I
2: I I don't know who who was the. Ex- I would say it would probably be uh, who are the senior uh, senior uh, staffers and and executives oh. of of the party while Patrick was was leader.
3: Mm-hmm. Of okay. I, I, I mean, if we go back to your experience in federal politics, and uh, I was on the opposite end a uh, grassroots while you were at national headquarters, certainly when uh, I was dealing uh, once upon a time famously with Oakville, North Burlington, nobody on the ground with all the allegations of fraud and corruption ever believed for a moment that Stephen Harper or his chief of staff or anybody at headquarters were involved in a, in a malicious way with uh, processing or taking care of data. So, uh, you know it's, it's great to always say the leader is ultimately responsible for everything and to some degree that's true but to borrow from what Jenny just said it's implausible to think that Patrick Brown was involved in any way at, in a in a concrete way with anything that may have happened with memberships
2: but, but but that wasn't what I was saying I was saying that it's implausible to say that the that they, that the leaders the the leader of the opposition's chief of staff was responsible for uh, membership and overseeing of and, of and Patrick did say that and he, processing.
1: He he did say that. And what about all the questions around nominations and people who say they were prevented from running and all of that?
3: Well, Vic Fidelity has uh, done a thorough investigation with the party executive and found that there's only two writings uh, where that warranted uh, uh, redos. And, in fact, uh, the writing I live in, uh, Hamilton West, Lancaster, Dundas, which famously had one of the worst organized meetings I've seen in my entire lifetime, um, the candidate who was victorious there actually asked the uh, party to please give him a new nomination so he could clear the air, and they did an investigation. They said, no, we have full, they announced, uh, t- uh, I guess, last night, we have full confidence in you. We believe the meeting was run fairly, and that's the end of that. Uh, Jenny so two out of 124 is not so bad.
1: Well, yeah, Jenny. Uh, how um, how much do you think those issues are going to dog the Conservative Party?
2: I'm not sure. I think where where issues regarding nominations will will, will cause problems for the party is um, is volunteers um, and donors in those particular areas that are that are upset. I think that if there's hard feelings uh, regarding a, a nomination meeting, uh, real or perceived, then uh, it, it's as someone uh, uh, as as John can probably agree one of the toughest things, especially in recent years, is, is cultivating volunteers um, uh, in, terms of, uh, in terms of campaigning. And I think that where the party could have problems is in local ridings, where, where people that might have supported a different candidate that won or those that, that, that were unhappy with the process, that they just decide to sit this election out and not give money and not volunteer their time.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: And-, and, and Jenny's absolutely right about that. It's a part of the cycle of political rebirth and renewal. With every leader, with, with the selection of every leader and every candidate and in every constituency, the reality is some people retire, some people go away mad. New people come in that are enthused and excited. And the challenge for the new candidate or the new leader is to make the most of it and to reach out to everybody who is feeling properly uh, hurt uh, and not appreciated, uh, and you know, and certainly from the stories we've heard, slighted to some degree. And say, hey, one family, one tent, and we really all agree on one thing: uh, for the five campaigns that are out there right now, everybody in our party is unified on one simple sentence. time to replace Kathleen Wynne.
1: Now, now here's uh, he- here's the thing. Uh I mean this this reality show looks like it is going to continue and it's certainly focusing attention on your party is that a good thing or a bad thing Jenny? Well,
2: I don't think it's a I, I don't think it's a good thing. Um I, the, the, um I think that you know, there's a lot of to my point, there's a lot of volunteers and people involved that are, are starting to get to get sick of things. Uh there's a level of embarrassment among among activists um at all levels. It's it's um uh it, because it doesn't seem to be getting better. Um that said there was a poll out this morning from Ipsos by that, that was that was uh published by Global that said that, you know, to varying degrees all four of the leadership candidates would um uh the top four leadership candidates would um I, would beat or be in a position to beat Kathleen Wynne. So, the, I guess the plus side of of, um, uh, of this whole whole thing for the PC party, regardless of who wins, is is that the, there's such an overwhelming desire for change in this province.
1: Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, yeah, that's the plus side. But uh, you know, pundits say uh, you know andrea horvath may be able to come into the breach i
2: i think i think she she could i think her her challenge is going to actually be be stepping out and be seen i think that um uh she uh she is someone that has has not been uh perceived um uh or has not you know played a high pri- profile either in the legislature or with the media and i think that she's going to have to play a bigger role and also to that point campaigns do matter and uh we are we are three months away and um Uh, When you're in a position like Kathleen Wynne, um, uh, those three months, they're they're going to be a very long three months, or short three months, and they're going to campaign um, very strongly. And if you're the PC party leader, whoever gets elected on May 10th, um, uh, March 10th, uh, June 7th can't come soon enough. Uh,
1: And John, um, you know, what what do you think of the fact that the reality show, the sideshow, continues?
3: Uh, I, I think it's amazing. I, I mean, uh, I, I agree with Jenny. Any smart, political, seasoned activist, backroom person would have never in any world thought that we'd be maintaining our first place position uh, in the polls. And I, I think that's a, think that's a, a dual reality. The, the first one is um, this is unique and interesting and we all underrate uh, the, the value of reality shows and uh, soap operas and uh, this has become an engaging and interesting sideshow for people on a whole different level within a political family uh, but, but also to that it comes back to the absolute fervent desire for change uh, like I, I honestly wonder if our party elected a headless horse <laughs> as a leader that they would that that would be elected as the next premier because anything next to Kathleen Wynne is the right answer and and if I can just say about your uh you mentioned Andrea a minute ago yeah we're, we're starting to
1: run out of time of, gotta wrap you
3: okay I was just gonna say she, where is she missing
1: okay um I hope we talk to you both again. Uh, Thank you so much for your insight. Uh, This story is, as they say, developing and fascinating. Callers, if I couldn't get to you, uh, Free For All Friday is coming up. But, you know, um, I wouldn't be surprised if we talk about this again tomorrow. So uh, stay tuned. Big thanks to Jenny Byrne and to John Mikatishan for joining us today. And that's all the time we have for Fight Back for Today. And we now break for traffic and news.
0: You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one.